0: listening to the parent network podcast this is episode 22 and today on this awesome podcast you're going to hear part two from our interview with Troy Peverall, who is a marriage counselor and awesome awesome advocate for parents working well together in marriage to support their kids well done Marcy Thank you.
1: Hey, I'm Sass. This is Marcy. We are so glad that you are joining us here on our next Parent Network podcast. And like Marcy said, uh, we had such a great time talking to Troy Peverall from Agape Counseling Associates here in the Wilmington area that uh, we had to split it into two. And Marcy, in the first episode twenty one yes. that you know hopefully people have listened to by now, Troy did a great job of just talking about marriage and family. And um, you know, you, you were kind of the one who suggested that we talk to Troy. So, yes, he's amazing. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. Well, what do you What do you remember about kind of that? interview and kind of what Troy talked about
0: I think he talks a lot about it's good in that you're talking about the episode yeah, the, yeah, the, the 21 well really I hope you guys will go back and listen to it yeah. but he talks a lot about marriage and why it's important and some tangible ways that you can keep your marriage alive and healthy while you're parenting because you know parenting takes up a lot of time yeah it's and hard. it's easy to forget the one that you married you know to have kids
1: Yes, it is. Sorry about that um, little, uh, you know, you might have heard a ding on my phone. Uh, Sorry, my bad. (laughs) Uh, Hey, and uh, here in episode 22, which is the extension of that conversation, we really began to talk with Troy a a lot about, you know, what happens when your marriage doesn't work.
0: Is that your wife? Is it your no. wife? Is a healthy marriage, it's getting not. text messages while podcasting. And I don't know how to turn it I off. I hope you respond to so her. I think there's a mute button on I'm there somewhere. I'm going
1: messages and then it stops. <laughs> how about that? It's happening on my computer, not even on my phone. I've got my phone <laughs> muted. So, gosh, real world podcasting right here. So in this interview, uh, we, we kind of morph into Troy talking about, you know, what happens in your family if, uh, if, if you know, it doesn't work out with your marriage mm-hmm. and what kind of you need to do really for the sake of your kids. Yeah. Um, and just a lot of great wisdom from Troy in that. And
0: it's so cool because, I mean, you and I both have met so many parents who ha- are post-divorce and they, I like, you hear these stories and you're like, man, they co-parent so yes. well. Right. And then And then you have the other side where you're like... I want you to meet these parents who <laughs> are co-parenting so well. Yeah. And there's so many things that Troy talks about that you see in those parents where you consider that they're co-parenting really yeah, well. that's right.
1: He talks about blended families and, and kind of yeah. what to do when you're blending a couple of families together. So you're really going to enjoy this interview with Troy, and then Marcy and I will be back with a few uh, Parent Network announcements. Well, I'm here again uh, with our friend Troy Peverall in um, part two of a podcast where we're just kind of talking with Troy about his wisdom. I think this is just gonna be titled Troy's Wisdom on Family. Oh, no. <laughs> Troy just gave me a face. <laughs> but, oh no but it's true. I mean I've I've heard of Troy for uh, ever since I've been here um, in our church and and just know about his wisdom and now I'll get to sit across the table and experience it. So Troy thanks for being here again. Um, Troy works with Agape Counseling Associates here in the Wilmington area, and they, where else do y'all have places? We have an
2: office in Wilmington, Jacksonville, New Bern, and we are looking to put one up in Morehead City.
1: Oh, great! Yeah, okay. yeah, very good. And how many folks are a part of your firm? Do you, uh, do, do counseling? Small
2: practice. We have nine counselors, okay. um, and several administrative people, but it's pretty small. Yeah. Well, no, that's good. Small, small practice, but we want to be in a lot of spaces. The yeah. military is so, uh, you know present up in that area north of Wilmington. And so that's part of the reason we want to get up there.
1: Well, small practice, but big impact. Yeah, I hope so. (laughs) Oh, no, I I can can tell you that for sure. Well, in in our last conversation with Troy, we really uh, spent a lot of time focusing on um, family and marriage and the importance of marriage in uh, raising our kids. But one of the things that I know very well in working here at the church is the fact that we have a whole lot of kids and families who are in the broken side of that and who are, uh, from broken homes and from, uh, I should probably shouldn't even use that terminology, should I, cause homes are not broken. They're just, <laughs> they're hurting. <laughs> absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And so, um, but I know that's a term a lot of people use, but, sure. but families of divorce. And so Troy, t- talk yeah. a little bit about maybe, you know, you, you do a lot of counseling with adults, but uh, I know you know a lot about, you know, kids, but, but talk a little bit about kind of you, from your experience, what do you know, um, that, that divorce kind of does to kids what's the impact Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. that divorce has on kids because i think parents need to be aware absolutely that sure what would you say about that
2: i I mean if you've listened to the first podcast or if you know which you should if you if you didn't go back (laughs) (laughs) and if you know me you'll you'll see that obviously i'm very pro-marriage um um, in fact i I teach at the one of the universities here and in perhaps every psychology book that i've used through the years you know there's information that speak of the happiest cultures in the in the world when they do research and the longest living cultures in the world when research is done uh, one of the top five correlations are that they are healthily married and so you know I, so very much obviously for marriage and what it can be it's designed by god to be the institution um, along with the church but the the first human institution that that shows, you know, that is a place to be uh, for stability and mimics, um, humanly speaking, a relationship that we can have with Christ. I think that's why there's so many analogies to Christ, um, you know, being the bridegroom and us being the bride of Christ. Um, so from that being said, when when I when that does not work, um, much of what I see in the counseling room is the after effect Um, yes for children and adolescents and for the the husband and wife that are no longer together and it is a painful process I have spoken to adults where they have uh, indicated that it was not a painful process for them that it was an okay outcome Um, and with those I would say that I, I believe those but there are some I think that it's that the issues have not been addressed fully even in their adult life of what that actually did or did Mm -hmm. not mean to them um but the pain that i i see happen with children is that it it as if marriage is a foundation for stability for a kid and the marriage does not work it could also be said then that the kid's stability in life is rocked in some way and I see that with children in just the sense of their identity, their self-identity, their self-esteem is weakened um, because mom and dad are no longer present together for them. Um, There's more, it seems to be more conflict in the kid's environment, and from that produces some instability. Um, So again, I, I would just, I would really echo that you know, God's plan is marriage, but when that does not work, there can be and usually is a fallout of difficulty for the kid in some way. Um, I don't hear it from the kids. I hear it when the kids are older yeah, right. and they look back. Yeah. So kids have a resilience and I think somewhat, you know, given by God to get through the difficulties of life, but they don't identify what it actually you know what that difficulty is or was until they get into their early adulthood life.
1: Yeah, right. So, so when that sort of stability is taken away, mm-hmm. do, do you recommend to parents that they need to figure out where to transfer that stability to, or like where, where does that where should that stability go now for a kid? What what's kind of the new foundation if the marriage foundation is gone?
2: Uh, you know, and this is a this is probably the hurt upon hurt. Um, of what okay so the first hurt has happened they're not together but the second hurt that does not have to be but it's going to take a lot of maturity in the adult parents that have separated is that a truce needs to be called between the two of you Mm. Um, it's worth it for your children to see that mom and dad can be together even though they're not physically together and how is that okay this is in a sense it's a second chance to make this relationship between you and your your ex right and you you don't have to get remarried necessarily not to be back together right but you you need to make that relationship right because that is the the next stability for a kid Mm. and so you know if you're still fighting the fight has to end there has to be a truce Um, I know that not all things practically or functionally settled, but for the sake of your children, that is, that has to kick in there as primary. And I think for the husband and the wife, the ex-husband and the ex-wife, I think it's no longer who is right, it's what is right. And what is right is that the two of you make your children, you know, find stability within the relationship that their parents have together.
1: Wow. So. So we had a podcast a a few weeks ago with um, a a guy here at church who's been through a divorce Mm -hmm. situation, and he talked about... The ministry of reconciliation yeah. that we've been given by God, yes. uh, you know, to, to help reconcile us to Himself. But how, for Him, in the mm-hmm. midst of His situation, mm-hmm. um, that's what He wants to demonstrate to His kids is yeah. reconciliation. So exactly what you just described, yes, um, is, is what He is kind of working for, and what I think we'd encourage all parents yeah. working for. And He even said this may not end up with right. us getting back together,
2: right? And I see, I've seen that. I've yeah. seen where where parents have done this, and. You know, as a result, the parents even are happier together, even though they're not together, Mm -hmm. they're getting along. And I think at some point they, they made the decision, you know, within themselves that to be fighting and to be in disarray. Um, with each other is is not helpful to us, to our life, to the enjoyment of life, as well as to raising our kids yeah. separately. Yeah.
1: Anything else that you would kind of say about co-parenting and and how to do that when you're in those situations?
2: Um, yes, this, I think another thing is that I would really because I see this because of the sometimes the fighting and that can continue is the the kids feel that tension and they can't, you know, they can't always associate why there's tension. But if mom and dad are fighting behind the scenes, they start to ask the questions that are not true, which is, did I cause this? You know, Or questions like, does mommy love me? Does daddy love me? And I would say to parents that have separated, assure your children that you love them like crazy and assure them that their dad does too and that their mom does too. Mm -hmm. Don't allow that pitting against each other to take place. That causes more instability ultimately for your children. And in some ways, it's selfish by nature for that to happen from an adult's perspective. This now is about stability for your children. Mm. So what would you
1: recommend to a parent who says, I hear you. But, man, that's hard. (laughs) Right. Come see you. Uh, No, no, no. no. Time for counseling. Yeah, right. No, but, I mean, I I hear a lot of parents who say, but you don't know – what he's done to me or you know you don't know how hard it is to talk to her about anything absolutely nowadays like what would you say to a parent
2: you know and I don't I I don't want to over spiritualize (laughs) everything but I would probably go back to you know take an honest assessment and that's probably going to be needed for there to be a truce but to take an honest assessment as an individual not looking over there at the other person and just really assess in your own estimation for just you as a person you're not perfect. What could you have done differently? Where, where did things go wrong? And what you're gonna arrive back to is some personal reflection upon character traits that need to change with, within yourself. And I would say, let those become the thing that you focus on, so that when now you're in relationship with this other person, and there seems to be conflict that begins to come up between the two of you about the, the co-parenting, you already have a resource to go to okay here's where i made some mistakes myself i'm not going to repeat this and so i'm going to back up a little bit Mm. and i'm going to let there be time and space and let there be new principles that i operate from as to not repeat the same patterns with this person again Mm. and so i think that honest assessment you know even though that's difficult when one only chooses to do that i still think it can produce a better Relationship because at least one is doing that. Yeah, (laughs) sure. It's
1: it's much worse if two are fighting than if only one is. Absolutely. Even though it could be painful if only one is. Um, We have a lot of families around here who have gotten through that, who have been divorced but are now remarried, and there's blended families. Mm. And so I would imagine you you probably talk to a lot of adults in blended families. And so what advice would you give anybody who's kind of bringing these kids from this marriage and these kids from that marriage kind of together?
2: Everything I've said on steroids, <laughs> because I think obviously the blending of two families, you know, there's the more the relationships, the more difficulty it can be. You've got kids on each side, perhaps you've got, um, you know, four people now involved as adults um, and it is difficult, but the principles by which provide stability for children is the quality of relationships of adults around them. And so I would say to all adults involved is like, you know, the principles of less that you had captured when you did this assessment, you're going to probably find that at the root of much of the things that you would have changed, the human nature to be selfish. Mm. You know, and if you're going to be in a blended family, the same principles are you cannot, you cannot have good outcome if selfish principles are driving you and regardless of relationships. That's right. And so I think the the blended family, the adults have to really step back and say for our children and for our own health, health uh, as individuals and for the happiness and peace that we can have in life, they're not going to operate off of selfish principles. They're operating off of principles that run contrary to that. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay. Anything else you would want to say to parents in general who might be listening to this out there? Uh,
2: Just, you know, um God, God is the game changer and that's not that's not religion. It's a real relationship that I have out of need. And to, to be to seek him in such a way, um, I think is the key because he makes change through relationship with him and at mo- no matter what has been done, no matter the mistakes been made, no matter where you are right now, there is an open invitation always to 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 go back towards the Lord, and He's there. And I think to every parent, I still do this day and day out, not because I am, you know, hurting only, but because I'm also enjoying relationship with mm-hmm. God. So I would yeah. just encourage every parent to do that.
1: And I'm just going to say, Amen. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> <at the end laughs> that. We're going to end that sermon because that was fantastic. Troy, thanks for your time. Really, really. Oh, really thank appreciate you so it.
2: much for having me here.
1: Hey Marcy, like I said at the beginning of that interview of part two here, this was just Wisdom with Troy, is what this was, and so I love how he kind of ended it there, talking about how God is the game changer um, in our relationships with our marriage, with our kids, with our you know ex husband or ex wife, and and really that's what we're trying to do here in the Parent Network is to to help equip and encourage all of our parents um, to help your family walk with God, and so I love how he kind of ended yeah. with God being the game changer there. Yeah.
0: And I think more evidence of that, if you want to hear a story of someone who went through that, is go back to our podcast, listen to Jim Grattan's podcast, because he talks a lot about that, how co-parenting changed when he built a relationship with Christ.
1: Yeah, that's right. So good. So good. Okay, so a number of things to let you all know about um, uh, if you're here in the Wilmington or the Port City area. Uh, when it comes to our parent network. So Marcy, what's happening uh, yeah, in December?
0: We are so excited. Uh, but December 9th is just kind of a good like first step to our big launch in January. But December 9th, we will be here at the Wilmington campus. We will have the wonderful SAS on stage Woo-hoo! to kind of give some big announcements. But I will be in the gallery with a lot of really great volunteers who are going to be ready to talk to you about how you can volunteer within the parent network. But also, you can come in and receive your calendar for all of the spring 2019 yes, plans right. for parent networks and it's a big deal
1: yeah we're we're really kind of looking at just late de- or kind of middle of december here is an opportunity to set up what we're doing in 2019 talking about real parenting and and speaking of that we're super excited about kind of our, our january launch event it'll be on thursday january 10th um, here on the wilmington campus and we're having uh tom chef better known as chef uh, Tom works with Orange and Rethink in Atlanta, has been in the the family ministry world for years and years and years. He, he works with Stuart Hall. Um, so if you love and know Stuart, you will love and know Chef for sure. And we are really going to talk about real parenting. And what that means is, as parents, we have all of these real issues that we deal with each and every day. And oftentimes in the, in the church, especially um, we sort of hide those issues and we're not willing to talk about them. And we want for this to be a place where, where parents can talk about the real issues that are going on. So Shuffle Share, um, there'll be obviously time for small group discussion on that night. That's 6.30, Thursday night, January 10th. You have to register for that event. It's free. We have child care for kind of birth through fifth grade. And so bring your kids, you know, and be here. And, and these events are always really, really great and a great way to kind of step into what we're doing in the new year.
0: Yes, absolutely. Very, yep. very cool. And then
1: right on the heels of that
0: is our daddy-daughter dance, which you can already register for. Yeah, it's
1: up and rolling. It is
0: up and rolling, and the cost is $25 per family. So if you have one daughter, it's $25. If you have 12 daughters, dollars And we're going to pray
1: for you if you have dollars, like, more yeah. than one,
0: like yeah. a lot. I mean, yeah. I pray for anyone with more than one kid. I mean, right, I just pray for parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, like we should just back. We just pray for parents. Good call. yeah. Anyhow, but December... Ninth is when we'll be in the gallery with all of the spring's information, January 10th for our big Parent Network event with Tom Shifshunis, and then February 1st, Daddy Daughter Dance.
1: So we're off and rolling in the Parent Network in 2019, even though it's still 2018. We're glad that you are here joining us. Don't forget, follow us on social media. There's a Facebook page, PC3Parents. We are on Twitter and Instagram, at PC3Parents. You can always email us, um, either Amy or Marcy, at our emails, or parents at portcitychurch.org. And uh, then you can um, check out our website, um, parents.portcitychurch.org which you know we'll tease out there it's going to be changing a little bit in, in the new year Changing. we're excited about that but we'll talk about that later hey thanks for joining us here on episode 22 and have a great December